Uh, so, do you want to recap the experience of listening to that Madness album? Fuck, that was funny listening to you guys talk about that. Hey, is this a music podcast? It is a music it. podcast. Oh, fucking hell. It was bad, man. It was, oh, like- it was the worst possible... It was the fucking top specimen of overindulged legacy act who's been... Who nobody is telling no to. It's like, this is like... Like, Spinal Tap joked about this, the idea that they would do a musical based on Jack the Ripper or whatever. It's like it's that kind of shit. It's like, oh, we're, we're, we're famous enough that we can get anything up, mm-hmm. any fucking stupid idea that we've ever had. And that's really, it's like Tommy. It's literally like the Who's Tommy. It's like nobody wants to hear your fucking musical about a deaf, dumb, and blind kid who's good at pinball. Nobody wants to hear that shit, you fucking overindulged, stupid fucking boomer cunts. But that's that's what we got. Um, and this is almost like, this is basically that. And yet, that that even though I didn't listen to that album, I do not think it's going to take um, worst album of the year title. In fact, I'm pretty sure it won't. <laughs> that leads me to think that possibly you might have discovered the worst album mm. of the year. Would, would you? Indi- and it may would, have been in the last seven days. Would you? Would you indul- indulge me to do a bit of Tyrese Halliburton work and you know just clear out and let me cook for a few seconds? Yeah, you can arrange twenty seven, ten, and fifteen. Well, uh, this is Tripping Balls. I'm Doc. He's Bezo. Uh, we talk about new music, and this week, and sometimes we absolutely dunk on new music. And this week, we are dunking on what, Bezo? Well, Pink Panthers, I think, is. Oh, the, the album that you picked. Yeah, the album that I picked. That, that, you, look, that you decided we needed to look, hear. I, I'm not. I hope you got. See, I was hoping that you had you played this at somebody on the way down the thing, because I hope you got fucking roasted for this shit all the way to Port Macquarie <laughs> back. I hope that. That you'd you'd hire an ass coach just to surely to stop you from picking music that is ass because this was ass this was absolute ass but I will clear out so and I will Josh Giddy style you know, just on the court not off the court I will just lob you the ball and let you do the rest. So interestingly enough, one of the, like because I listened to a few sort of related albums to the albums we listened to this week because I sort of got uh, analogies for everything. Because <laughs> you wanted to stop having to listen to this shit. Yeah, I did. Well, that's it. Well, this 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 sort of got this sort of got bezoed, but not bezoed in the in the traditional sense of I listen to three tracks and give up on it. This got bezoed in the sense of... Hold that thought because I haven't been recording. Uh, because I would get 30 seconds into a track and go, this is fucking garbage and go to, I'll go to the next track. And I'd get 40 seconds in on them. This is, this is even worse. <laughs> so if you took... So one of the albums I listened to, which, which I actually think, uh, as a retrospective album, holds up really well, which is Lily Allen's All Right Still. If you took that album and took out all the sarcasm and, y- you know, pointed references and, uh, you know, th- th- there's some actual clever lyrics. If you took all that out and then took out the pop hooks and the actual interesting bits of music and then ran it through auto-tune about four times, you get this album. <laughs> no, no, no I think you've got to fuck it up a bit more than that in order to get that. Oh, my God. I, d- I don't know how, how... How do you write an album this bad? I do not understand. Well, like, I don't, I, that's not the question that I came across. It's like, how do you come across an album this mediocre? Like, where did you find this, this album? Is, this has been getting some hype. From who? Like, this is... It's not like I've picked, uh, like, you know, 
quite often I will just pick a random name out of the pile of new albums, all right, and go, um, let's go this band. That's the amount of effort he puts into this podcast, folks. <laughs> um, but, but this had got some hype. People had actually promoted this album as being a, an interesting new album to listen to. Like, this makes Slow Tie look like, you know, fucking Dickens. I don't know. It makes Slow Tie look like a dickhead. That's what I've always thought it did. How is that relevant? Now, this is this was just profoundly mediocre. It was it just had nothing. I don't understand what this album was for. I'm sure it, it makes somebody happy, but it wasn't fucking me. Whatever the musical equivalent of Chat GPT is, that's what yeah. Chat GPT would produce. Yeah, yeah. It was just a, a randomly generated slab of tune. Yeah. Anyway. I hate it. like that 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 <laughs> yeah that that auto tune. It wasn't an album you could just you could just endure. You ended up fucking hating it. You ended up actually viscerally despising it by probably about two thirds of the way through. I just checked. I could have sworn this album was like an hour and twenty three minutes long. It's thirty four minutes. It it just felt like a lot longer than thirty four minutes. I can tell you right now. Yeah, yeah. It was a that was a long thirty four. That was that was a long. That was a fucking. It was one of those things where, like, I'm just, I'm just gonna fucking play it through because, you know, and that way I can say I did it. That way I can say I, I actually fucking endured the whole thing. No. We have given them far too m- more time than they deserve. Uh, yes. the Pink Panthers Enterprises. Uh, and I hope, I hope your ass coach does a better job of, of helping you pick ass music in the future. Where shall we go next? Let's go to your seven white guys from Canada, Busty in the Bass. None of the none of the said white guys look are actually busty. Uh, I guess pasty and the bass didn't have the same ring to it. Um, and they have a band photo that looks like that one, you know, that one meme photo of identical white guys at Wimbledon that just makes it look like a continuum of of just pasty white faces going off forever. Yeah. Basically, um, no bro would stomp the shit out of these cunts and uh, and and not think about it twice. But musically, we, we we've sort of. You know, dabbled in this genre quite a bit. Or <laughs> by now, we d- we've dabbled in just about every genre except country, I think. Um, and this just felt like a like a mid tier to low tier version of all the other stuff that we, you know, the Troy Kingy and the Aaron Fraser and the, even the Fat Freddy Drop in the Junk. Like it's all sort of in the same spectrum. I think mid is a really it was a, the syllable that is key of that because it does feel pretty mid. It's kind of kind of wombles, meanders pointlessly yeah. through neo this soul is, and soft R and B and cool jazz. There's just nothing to grab on. Seventies pop. The thing that and and heaps of easy listening stuff that belongs on one of those mediocre boomer fucking easy listening channels like like, like KOMA Coma FM you know that kind of shit um, I think that I think that was off that Queens of the Stoto album like again I listen to this and I listen to the, the new Jungle album um uh, Jungle um e- even but- with that most recent album which is not that interesting it's still got a lot more energy than this it's still got a lot more dance and a lot more you know, it still has more bops per square inch than um, than Busty in the bass. Yeah. Uh, look, the thing about the Jungle album is they have a point of view. Like, they were actually trying to, you know, like, we, we sort of talked about how it was much more disco-ish and, and you know, 
everything was sped up. But you can see, you can sort of see that they were trying to achieve something. I don't, I don't know what these guys were trying to achieve. They're trying to get laid. They're white guys who played in Neo Soul, <laughs> a white boy funk band. They're just trying to make yeah. music that, so that they get some tang. That's that's the only reason they exist. It's the only reason <laughs> they have the, a job. That's their reason for existing. That's the only reason they make this shit. And they'd probably much rather be playing fucking thrash metal, but they're playing this stuff because <laughs> they're in the vague hope that someone will have sex with them. Oh, dear. Um, okay. Let's, got a move theory? To, let's move on to spiritual crap then. Yeah. Um, so these are a bunch of, you know, modern seppos who want to sound like early 80s Brits. But don't, don't really. We'll start with the bio. Well, here's the thing, because the bio sort of says, the bio is weirdly third person, considering it was written by the band. It's like citing sources from early dub influence clash blitz in the modern lovers. Spiritual cramp exists in a strange vacuum, somewhere between David Byrne's oversized suit and a bar fight between a bunch of drunk goons on Polk Street in San Francisco. So the theory being that they're influenced by that kind of early 80s clutch of post-punk bands, but also you know, talking heads and shit like that. I was going to say, they're, they're much more talking heads than, say, um, uh, here's the Scar band that I was thinking of. Well, even like Madness Ghost- or any of the two-tone bands. That, that Yeah, I was thinking, who, who sings Ghost Town? See, I, I, I immediately thought fucking dub influence. That'd be much more like Scar and fucking, yeah, what's kind of Madness, The Specials, those sorts of guys. The Specials is who I was thinking of, yeah. There was a track that made me think of The Clash, but the thing is that the first track opens with kind of a dub breakbeat kind of thing that it crashed. That it, then- it's definitely got that drum sound, which sort of made me very excited, and then it disappeared. <laughs> well, then it sequenced into a, like a, a kind of early 80s punk song and then went back into the dub and I thought, okay, that's quite abrupt. That, that, that merger doesn't really work, but I'm interested to see where they take this. And then they did nothing more like that for the rest of the album. It was just jangly post-punk for the rest of the album. And it was a pretty decent effort in terms of jangly post-punk. But I really wanted to hear more of them playing with those ideas. I mean, they'd done such, it was such an abrupt and, and discordant combination to start with. But I thought something more interesting might have been possible than what they actually came up with. Yeah, it was like there was two bands this week that both felt sort of homeopathic versions of what they were trying to achieve. Yeah. What could actually be done in the space? And then, and then just one just rented failure. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I didn't find anything to grab onto this. Like, yeah, that that opening drum sound was like really exciting, and then, bleh. yeah, I felt like there could have been a much more interesting version of. of I suspect on the cutting room floor of this album um, is a more interesting album than what they've actually put forward. And, I wonder and it probably has more in common with their first track than, than what they do with the rest of the album. I, I, I wonder whether they play live a lot better. No, because I think live they would sound a lot more like most of the album, which is just a, just a decent, a good to decent fucking 80s style punk rock band. Yeah. You know, they'd just be crashing through riffs and, and singing songs. And a good to quite good jangle punk album. We still like like the Clash the Clash did in the eighties and the and the hives did in the two thousands, but it's it's not gonna be more than that. And I kind of wanted it to be more interesting than that. Having said that, I've heard I've heard this album in discussions for album of the year in the in the indie rock space, so uh, or at least in the top fifty albums of the year, so it's which is <laughs> as good as being album of the year because nobody 
has any consensus on what should be the album of the year, except for Olivia Rodrigo, who seems to turn up everywhere. So, yeah, good on her. Yeah, it was a bit of a wishy-washy week. It was a bit of a nothing week, but this is what happens when you leave for a week. All right. I guess we've only got a couple of weeks left before um, before we wind up the year. What if, what if- Yeah, there's only a few shopping weeks till Christmas. Um, right. So, I'm going to go for a new album by a band who released a really good album in 2017 that was one of my top five albums of the year, which was Pulled Apart by Horses. And they have a they released a new album this year, and I would like us to listen to it. Fair enough. Do I remember the name of it? Do I fuck? I'm going to go. Those with are two separate questions. An album with an addendum, because my addendum oh, is an EP, so I'm not allowed to pick it. Uh, both from New Zealand. I think you've heard of that place. Where's that? Uh, so the album is the Great Escape. Oh, that's the place that voted for those cunts. Yeah. <laughs> the album's uh, the Great Escape by No Cigar is the name of the band. They're supposed to be popular in New Zealand. Have you heard of them? Never heard of them. Hang on. Let me hold that thought. The new album is not on their fucking playlist. What the fuck is going on there? Uh, what are we doing? Sorry, folks. That album doesn't exist. All right. Your, your album? Th- my album doesn't exist, according to Spotify. Whereas I'm sure I looked it up like three days ago. So. Look in the edit, Jed. Yeah, I fucked that up. Best lot released their best their last album last year. It was quite good. Anyway, back to me. Fuck them. If they're not there, they're not there. I will instead go for. Uh, sorry, you you pick something and I'll come back to this. Yeah, so I'm going to go no cigar for my album, um, but I want to add on. Uh, Dallas Tamira from Fat Freddy's has an EP out called Levels, which is only actually six or seven minutes shorter than the album that I picked. Uh, but it is only six songs. But I'd like to listen to that. All right. So that you would like that as a joker? Yeah. Well, like a... And you think you've earned the joker after, after submitting us to fucking Pink Pantherist. You feel like you've earned the joker. Giving that Pink Pantherist was a joker Mate. in itself. It, 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 it was a joker Jesus in- Jesus Christ, the entitlement on this one. Like from one of the bad movies where the dude slashed his own face to get into the, you know, get into the vibe of the of the part. It was that sort of joker. Yeah. Yeah, that seems unwell. Dallas Tamayera. Uh, his EP is out now, final. It's called Levels. It's 21 minutes and 57 seconds long. Every song has a one-word title. I don't know why I'm, t- why I'm inflecting up at the end of every sentence, but I am. <laughs> I'm sure it will be... Uh, that will massively confuse any European, because that just means you're asking a question. I'm sure it will be quite chilled and, you know, melodic and... and oh, look, I'm hoping it's thrash punk, because that would be funny. <laughs> that would be... That would be quite funny. Um, new albums list. I'm going to go for the new album by Military Gun. Um, because Spiritual Cramp are currently on tour supporting Military Gun, and I just saw there's a new track out by Bully on which she collaborates with Military Gun. So there's there's a bit of synergy there. So bit of synergy, lovely. And Military Gun also collaborated with Daisy. So there's lots of acts that we have worked with in the past. In our wheelhouse, as you would say. Yeah, there's lots of overlap. So, our albums for next week are Military Guns, Life Under the Gun, No Cigars, The Great Escape, and, as a joker, Dallas Tamayera's Levels. So that's what we've got. If you don't like it, 
fucking ask for a refund on this yeah. great Australasian podcast. Take the CD back to Brashes and see if they'll give you a refund. Yes, yes make sure you get your receipt and see how you go with that. Like, I realise our audience is, you know, not on the young side, but I wonder how how many of them will even get that joke. I suspect all of them. <laughs> Which probably says something about it. I suspect that. Out as reference to the sanity fucking listening station to the two-track test. I think that probably hit home for a lot of listeners. It certainly hit home for me. The sanity HMV brashes. Two-tracks here. This sounds like shit. Fuck this. I want a different one. Uh, all good. Well, let's hope it was... <laughs> Let's let's never speak of Pink Pantherus ever again, which I doubt is going to happen because you'll love reminding me that I picked the worst album of the year. Oh, no, I, I don't think that was even the worst album of the year. I'm sure that we can- There was another one earlier on this year that we that we really thought was bad. But- we might need to do that episode. You know, we'll do the-, the yeah. We need to do the album of the year episode, obviously, and that's our highlight of the year. But we also need to do the worst album of the year. And I think that would be quite funny to sit there going, you pick this piece of absolute shit. Well, except I'm, like all five of them are going to be mine, right? Because I what? I can use are they? very, very, I, I think you would find if you went back through the history of the podcast, I consistently pick the worst albums because I, I'll pick random shit that I, um, that I have no idea about. Whereas you actually will check some, you know, at least read the bio. I'm like, oh yeah, that looks good. I feel like I pick a narrower range of stuff though. Um, like I was looking at the I was looking at the Wikipedia article that I used to to um that that's also a problem because that's not reliable. It was telling you that albums were out the no exist. no it's 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 absolutely not reliable. It's, um, it's very suited to being on this podcast. None of us know what we're doing. But there was oh, where was it? I pull it back up again. There was an album that I was like, oh look, that'd be interesting. And I'm like, man, but that's such a that's such a safe pick. Oh, the Polyphonic Spree, which I like their really early albums. I thought they're okay. They're like they're a big instrument band, and it can sort of get a bit. Well, aren't they like eighteen people? Yeah, and they can get a bit naff, I guess. And I was like, huh, like I'd rather try something that I've never heard before that might turn into a Little Sims or uh, what's the one we listened to a couple of weeks ago, which I think just every time I listen to it, it gets higher up in there. Oh, higher up no, in my estimate. no, bro, yeah. Uh, or even that um, Hermanus Guterres album, which, like, I know you're not a massive fan of because it's an instrumental, but, like, that's really no, stuck with me. No, just because it's fucking Spanish guitar, which is just not a thing I'm, I'm particularly interested in. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess my point is I- I'd much rather waste a pick trying to find one of those albums than something that I already know. Like, I, c- I can just go and listen to that album anyway, right? And it's going to be a not as good version of the albums of them that I enjoyed before. So... Yeah, I guess I'm at the stage where, unless I'm really interested to see what it's like, like in terms of where it fits into their sort of um, records. Actually, I was I was thought you might pick the Sarface album this this week. I wasn't aware there was. Have you had a listen to it? Like, is it because it's it's obviously a, a posthumous album, right? No, Sarface are alive. MF Doom died. Ah, MF Doom. Right, 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 right. And yeah, Sarface without MF Doom isn't quite as interesting. Like, I kind of find that last mm. year. I have to admit that the new Sarvaz album didn't turn up in any of my 
fucking algorithms, which I find slightly irritating because, yeah. I mean, who's been more of a fucking defender of Zarface's yeah, shit than me? Them than you. So I'm, I'm amazed it wasn't there. So I'll have to look for that next week. Um, but as I said, I went yeah. looking for an album that I thought existed from 2017, and it doesn't. So I'm slightly not. Artificial intelligence is the name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> of course it is. Uh, that's that's like hearing that James Harden went to a strip club. It's just it's like, like, of course, course yeah, yeah, of course, your fucking jersey's hanging up here. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Oh, that was that was the other one. Alison Goldfrapp has an album out, and I I really like Goldfrapp, and I like. Her Did voice, we do an album of hers? Like I'm under no illusion. Like that that's going to be a, a Goldfrappy sort of sound, right? I'm I'm not getting something amazingly new from that pick. Anyway. There's my theory of why... There's my explanation for why I pick so much shit music, everyone. Because you don't do any fucking homework. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, Zod. Says the person who picked an album that doesn't exist and then had to go and, and edit it out of this podcast, which you are actually here in the final version. So, uh, you're fucking welcome. I apologise in advance for all the cicada work that you're going to have to do in the edit. Um, no, it, it's a one It's a one fucking pass thing. It's like capture, yeah. background noise, because it's consistent. You can, you can bleed it out really easily. It's the rattling of microphones and shit that's much harder to pull out, but that's, that's not generally do, do a problem. Do you think it, we have less or more processing than on our um, podcast than Pink Pantheris has on her voice? Um, do you think Autotune would improve this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the podcast! Mm. No, it would sound like shit. So it would sound exactly like Pink Pantheris. All right. Thanks, Doc. I appreciate your time. Can I go home? Yep. All right. I'll talk to you later. See ya. I'm literally struggling to hear you over the cicadas. <laughs> They're that loud. <laughs>